Sorry, you were saying, Frank. Oh, we lost him. Oh, he's back. He's back momentarily. Boris Jeopardy or... room, Frank, Boris, and Natasha. Yeah, for some reason, I just keep thinking of Boris and Natasha, but, you know. Because Natasha is smoking the cigarette like, um, like the main character is, and Boris is the guy with, um, uh, with, with the gun. I don't know. I can shoot his brains out, blow them across the room with my gun. No, no, you kill like butcher. I want to kill like yes. artist. I'm aware of your prowess. Yes, very good. This was where actually um, Payback got its ending. <laughs> was this movie. Is this why? Okay. Pretty much. It's the same exact ending as Payback. Uh, I was like, oh, shit. I always did like the ending. Yeah, the ending's good. It's a nice little twist, and it's like, oh, okay. And, he, and the good guy gets away, and you're like, okay, that's cool. Not enough women get beat in this episode, though, like Payback. <clears throat> well, I mean, <laughs> that's another story. Yeah. Yeah, we need that. Oh, yeah. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Oh, let's hear, uh, let's do an intro, shall we? Let's do a... Like, Hollywood! No, this is a different show. Ah, this one. You're taking a vacation from normalcy. The setting, a weird motel where the bed is stained with mystery. And there's also some mystery floating in the pool. Your key card may not open the exercise room because someone smeared mystery on the lock. But it will open the scary door. The fuck happened? Oh, was that? that freaky to you guys too? Yes. That was terrifying. What'd you do? Nothing. I was just playing and... will be like a ballet. The cast of characters. A cat and a mouse. This is the latter. The intended victim who may or may not know that he is to die. Be it by butchery or ballet. His name is Major Ivan Kuchenko. He has, if events go according to certain plans, perhaps three or four more hours of living. But an ignorance shared by both himself and his executioner is of the fact that both of them have taken a first step into the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to the latest episode of the 394 for TZ 59s 529, the Jeopardy Room Redux. I'm Phoenix West. Franklin. Hi. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened with that intro there. Some audio glitches, some video glitches. That was bizarre. But anyway, this is our NHL 2022 playoff bracket runner-up for whoever Colorado beat that year. So strange. Who beat that? I don't know even know who was in so it. So funny. <laughs> How do you get your episodes? Uh, brackets from last year's hockey yeah. championship. <laughs> it's some team that Colorado beat. Um, Works. I, oh, I think it was Tampa Bay. I think they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, okay. Let's go with that. So I think what that would have been their third year in a row winning, and that was what Adam's team. Were they, though? It looks like Buffalo Sabres. No. What episode were they, though? Were who? Were the Tampa Bay Hurricane or whatever. Tampa Bay Lightning were this, was this episode. The runner oh, out. okay. The last episode was Colorado, and that was the, the arrival. Oh, God. Dick's camera's going AWOL. I'm sorry. Uh, 
ghost came into my room and tried to put me head in a blender. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I have the the footage there from there if you want me to play it. It's, yeah, you should go back it's there. It's shocking. It a bit. Yeah. I kind of no, want to re-edit that and put us at the bottom. Yeah, good luck with that. It wouldn't be hard. Put a little square over it. That's it. Oh, okay. But then you have to, yeah, who's Ken? Oh, I, Ken. Can ha- I can have them Ken. yelling Ken and then us just on the other two. Don't do it, Ken. Frank falling asleep. And then <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. me yeah, not caring, just like. Yeah. Oh, my God, his hand's in a blender. Eh, whatever. <laughs> like, stop screaming about Ken. Who's Ken? His name's Dick. Now, in, in that God. movie, does he, does he put his head in the blender? No. Or is it, he just That's puts it. his hand in the blender? That's, That's it? it. Although, and he just dies? Or? Yeah, it's a PG-13 movie. Oh, I thought it was R. I don't think so. Oh, I saw in the that's, theater that's, it was better than I expected. That's disappointing. So, guys, the Jeopardy room. We've done this one before. When Adam was here, this is season five. Uh, we did the intro. I do have a filthy Twilight Zone I could play. If yeah. Dick, Dick, you want to run out of the room again, <laughs> don't give me the option. The fox is in the trap. I could make his leave his body from this distance. That would give you pleasure, wouldn't it? Siberia is quite cold, isn't it? I've been told it has a most unfortunate climate. You've been told right. It is a jungle. Jungle. That's <laughs> uh, marvelous. This is a lovely imagery. Siberia is a jungle. <laughs> And now let me tell you something about us. Let me explain the difference between you and me. You are a malcontent major. I, on the other hand, uh, I adapt to my situations. I don't have a very large And my job, at least the way it's laid out, is a rather a dull one, finding traitors and defectors and doing them. Even when he lies down, I can still aim for his Yes, I believe it, Boris. I know of your prowess. <laughs> I'm always amazed how well the fucking jungle thing works. That was perfect. That was very good. A fucking jungle. Ah, uh, yes. Fucking jungle. <laughs> yes. How marvelous. Mostly snow, but yes, a jungle of snow. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is one of the rare episodes of The Twilight Zone that has no sci-fi, no supernatural, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Just, it's like a... Hitchcock, like, Soviet spy thriller. Yeah. It, it's one of those where less is more type of thing. Because, I mean, half the episode is just him looking through the room. Yeah. And I, I love this episode. Yes, yeah, good episode. This is one I gave a 10 to. Really? It's yeah. the 10 episode. I love this wow, episode. Okay. Yeah. I almost I almost uh, confused this one with the one um, with... Um, Oh God! What's his name? Uh, he's in prison, and they're talking to the, the insolent or the obsolete man, where he's talking to Burgess Meredith. Yeah, in the room, and then he like he goes, they're having that conversation, and then like the the bomb's gonna go off, and yeah. the guy last minute runs out of the room, and the bomb blows up, kills Burgess Meredith. But then they say like, "You're obsolete now." No, I'm not obsolete. Like that. Fritz episode. Weaver. That's the obsolete man. Yeah, that's the obsolete man. Yeah, my, I always feel like my second favorite episode. Those confused. That's a good one too. Yeah, 
Uh, again, no sci-fi. I mean, you could technically say like yeah. the the it's about the dystopian future, but there's not no sci-fi yeah. in that episode. It's just two guys talking the whole time. No. That's it. And none yeah. of them reveals, aha, I'm an alien. Come to right, touch the yeah. children, like the fugitive. You are one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not happening. But you got that. You get those two. You got the shelter. There's not really any sci-fi stuff in. Uh, uh, what's it called? Time enough at last. There's no sci-fi in fifth? the silence, which is also in my top ten. Is this a fifth episode? The shelter season trope. Then this is barely uh, no sci-fi. No. Is obsolete man a fifth season episode? No, okay. no. All right. That's end of season two, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's the, the last episode of season two, actually. Yeah. But that's when that, Frank, we always discuss that little stretch of amazing episodes, and then you have the f- fucking one episode in there with the guy with multiple versions of himself. What the fuck is that episode called? Let me look it up. So we got uh, 100 Yards Over the Rim. Amazing. Awesome. Rip Van Winkle caper. I'm getting better, Frank. Uh, the Silence. Shadow Play. Those two are one of my favorite. Two of my favorites. And then The Mind and the Matter appears. And then it goes back to where the real Martian police stand up and then the obsolete man. Like the wow. best stretch of episodes. And then wow, right in the yeah. middle there, a fucking terrible one. Wow. Yeah, right. I'm going to fuck up your day by putting this episode <laughs> yeah. in a stretch. Have fun here. You got to throw this script you away. Like a cigarette? You, you want to share a cigarette with me? A Paul Mall. I, I always love the laugh through the tape recorder or, or, or the tape message, the, the laugh at the end. I always like that. Which one? In, in, in this episode, Jeopardy Room. Oh, at the end? No, it's right before he starts looking. You know, the, when he wakes up from the poisoning. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been asleep for two hours. It's like, how do you know when he would wake up? They're very good at what they do. Because <laughs> it doesn't really matter? No. Well, he was a commandant of a gulag. I like that he goes... You didn't... <laughs> you didn't notice that I played with your ball sack while you were asleep. <laughs> Boris touched you in many places. He tickled your taint and put you back to bed. I took my gun, my gun bearer, and placed it in all your holes. You are aware of his prowess. Oh my god! I love this episode, though. Uh, what else can we? It's say? very yeah. It's and Richard Donner directed this Richard one, right? Richard Don. I was literally just gonna say that. Um, ah, very good. I did last night. I I rewatched it. For the second time this week, and I watched it with commentary with Martin Landau. Oh, okay. And he's he's a sharp dude. Like he's still with it in his old age. Well, I mean, granted that that docu- that uh, commentary was made like twenty years ago. Yeah, and he's been dead he's, for ten. He's he's dead. And he yeah. was seventy. <laughs> yeah. He was old when he recorded that though, and he's like, yeah. And this he goes. It's weird to think that he did this in 64, like 30 years later, he finally gets an Oscar. Yeah. And then between those two things are like a lot of TV roles. And that's what he was yeah. talking about is all the different TV roles. Like he did a lot of Mission Impossible work, it sounded right. like. Yeah. And he's like, it's interesting because this is very similar to Mission Impossible. Like I have a tape recorder and it tells, and there's a bomb about ready to go off, but it's not from the tape recorder. 
he was just doing a lot of comparisons there, and he was talking about how Dick Donner was a was a new like a young director at that time, and he's like, God, he, he was like so smart for his age. Yeah, he just told a lot of like little interesting little tidbits throughout it. I definitely recommend if you have the Blu-rays, check out the commentary with Martin Landau. He talks about the accents he's doing. Well, the commentaries on the Twilight Zone are pretty good usually. I mean, you have the infamous one with um, yeah, Andy Rooney, or with Mickey, Mickey Rooney, Andy, not Mickey Andy Rooney, Rooney. <laughs> Mickey Rooney, Andy, Andy Rooney. What's I'm the deal? With... <laughs> I'm weird. I talk about things that don't matter. My Peanuts. eyebrows are sexy. There, I combine Peanuts the two. Peanuts on airplanes. Why do they give them that? Do you ever wonder why we use stamps? <laughs> you touch yourself and found a button that makes you come instantly. What? Say, say the word stamps again. <laughs> Stamps. 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 My eyebrows look like dipped wax candles that are melting off my face. Yeah. They're so they're so big that in Andy Rooney's or Mickey Rooney's so small, I could put him here and you wouldn't even know it is. Uh, Martin Scorsese's eyebrows are nothing compared to They come over to visit and you can't even see them. I'm gonna be buried in two separate caskets, one for my eyebrows and one for my body. (laughs) I'm dead. When did he die? When did Andy Rooney die? Uh, like a long time ago. I'd be, if it's like more than 15 years ago, I'll be shocked. More than 15? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like 2008, 10, somewhere. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like you I'll look it up. Long. Yeah, we have the internet. It was, it was soon. It was, it, was, it was more recent than that. 2011. I was off by a year. Wow. How old was he? He was old. 2005. <laughs> What's to say he worked from ni- years active as what he was doing and what he's known for from 1942 until 2011? Holy shit! He was born in 1919. The man was eight years short of 100. Wow. I've seen a lot of things in my time. He married the woman in 1942 with the year he started working. So there you go. It's been hell. My life is hell. Oh, he got the last uh, seven years off without her. Oh, she died. died. Unless he divorced her at age 86. I don't know, whatever how old he was. I dumped that bitch and I got a nice young (laughs) pair of titties and a nice tight puss. You ever notice you can just bury your wife when she's 77 and nobody notices? Nobody cares. Nobody looks into it. Correct. Katie Cork is the best piece of ass I've ever had. You ever notice you don't need more than one watch? <laughs> What's this digital clock nonsense? I don't understand it. I wish they kept him on well after the dementia set. <laughs> you ever notice <laughs> it just drifts off? And you ever not? It just keeps resetting. Jew. What's the deal with the Jews moving in here? And they're like, oh my god. Like he is Jewish. Like, yeah. He forgot yeah. he's Jewish. You ever you notice know, it, was, it was the one one I could yeah. do without. <laughs> Sorry, Franco. So do you ever notice how eugenics was a great idea? <laughs> Am I alone in not thinking Martin Luther King was so great? What? You ever watch Moonraker and think that the villain has a good idea on the moon? Eugenics on the moon. 
You ever have a moon pie? <laughs> it's just naked it's, it's free form association going on in yeah. a doddering old man's brain. Dash with a pit and a the pay on my own line. Eating a moon pie, watch a moon ranker. <laughs> you can still call it moon ranker. <laughs> what is it? Moon, moon it's called rapist. moon rapist. <laughs> I'm a moon rapist. <laughs> oh, I would listen. Bomb is the moon rapist. <laughs> James Bond in Moon Rapist. I'm going to find you, Hugo Jackson, <coughs> rape the moon. No, instead, Goldfinger is the one where he rapes the <laughs> lesbian ah. girl in a barn. He turns her straight. That's right, because fucking James Bond's got the greatest cock on the planet. She said no like six times, and he still fucked her in a barn. And she's a lesbian. She said no oh, so many hair. times. That doesn't mean nothing to me. I don't know <laughs> the meaning of it. No two-letter lo- word will stop my love. <laughs> No, two that it was to stop all 18 inches of me and you. I'm James Bond 007. That's not inches, darling. Swallow these 007 inches. That's girth, darling. That's a girth. (laughs) 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 My God, man. What are you? You ever see those big monster cans? It's like one of those around. Hugh, Hugh made my cock in the lab. All seven girth inches. It can be used as a flirtation device, Bond. That's my lunch. Look, Mike. He died in a car accident. Oh, the Jeopardy room. He was like 90 years old. Q? Desmond Lewin. Yeah, Q. Like, he was in all the James Bond movies, and then he had his his send-off in the last awful Pierce Brosnan one, and he died in a car accident, like, literally six months later. That's a good way to go. Well, I don't think it was fast. I think it was like a fender bender because he was so fucking old. No, I meant with James Bond. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think with, with the way his death was, he kind of like, he was like that, that uh, the Pinto that hit on, in Top Secret. Beep! Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it was good. You think it was as sad as uh, Chekhov's death? Oh, uh, no. That's Anton so, Yelchin. Way sadder. That's so that's, that's Well, just because of age, that's but. That's so sad. Yeah, that's so fucked up and sad. What a shitty that's way to die. Bad. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, you got your you didn't realize it was not in park and it just rolls toward you getting the mail slowly. Ugh, that's terrible. Especially one of the actors I was really excited for uh, from that era. Yeah. This the He's good. A bunch of those young dudes that are cool, or you know, I was excited for, and then none of them have panned out. Well, Paul Dano kind of stuck to the landing. Yeah. He's Paul Dano, the and then ones. there's that uh, Dane Duhan or Dame's Dane Dehan or whatever his name is. I was excited yeah, for. Yeah, he, he, he kind of comes out. and goes. Yeah, he kind of petered out. They wasted the shit what? out of him in Spider Man. Oh, that oh, this isn't Hollywood is dead. Sorry, okay. Twilight Zone. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm a car. I keep passing out, but I give this a ten. <laughs> good call. I give it nine. Yeah, I would say ten. Yeah, I'd say it's nine. I, I know ten is good, but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a good episode. All right, bye, yeah. Frank. Was... Bye, Frank. I'll, I'll be on next week. Cool. It'll be a Friday thing. We're doing a bunch of random ones oh, next yeah. week. I, I miss your cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I I don't normally uh, watch Jackson on Fridays. It was just uh, just something I couldn't get around today. Not a problem, man. Nice to see you again. Yeah. Yeah, man. Miss we, you. Shall, we shall see you later. Yep.
I'll see well, you in hell. I'll see you in fucking hell. By the way, the the color of paint in your room sucks. See it? I'm kidding. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> the red. It's awful. It, it, it ties <laughs> the room together. So is that a fucking rug think. in Big Lebowski? <laughs> yes. That rug did tie the room together, dude. This is go. what happens when you have blood splatter. Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> now that he's gone, you fucking motherfucker. Hey, fuck. you motherfucker. You're dead. You're dead. You're You're I'll fight you back. right now. I'm going to fucking paint Bloop. you. Oh, never mind. Uh, red. <laughs> I'll paint your red wall. A Frank has appeared from the wild. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I expect Please. Frank yeah, no, to pop uh, up behind your shoulder. Solid. Ah! Solid episode. Nice, nice tenor. Uh, I don't know if I'd go with ten, but nine, eight, nine. It's pretty solid. I'd say probably nine. Well, this the one's... ending is so, is so good. I think the yeah. ending is what makes the payoff is so great. I just like the tension. I, I like that it's a, a deviation from the norm of Twilight Zone. So even, even if you don't yes. know what's, like if you don't know it's not a sci-fi episode, you're still waiting like. What's yeah, be, yeah. and then it's just a regular old twist. It's a with, nice, nice. It would have been, a, it would have been fun to see Rod Serling do a spy show. Like I bet you he could have done a really nice, like Mission Impossible s show. Yeah, if he was given the chance to kind of go into that genre and see what he would come up with. It's not even a twist, really. It's just what happens next. Right. Yeah. It. I. I feel they set it up. Yeah. They set it up and, and they pay it off because, like, but I guess Boris doesn't know that the phone is the bomb. And that's why he answers it. Is no, well, boom, blows up. It's like he took that Hitchcock quote, like the you know, right, suspenses yeah. the you know two characters at a table, and one of them knows there's a bomb under the table. Right, exactly. That's and but this is exactly what it is. One guy knows where the bomb is, the other guy has no idea, so he's trying to find it. So it has its own inherent yeah. tension there in the we, in the premise. We should look up that Hitchcock interview and see what year it was and what date, and if it was after this episode, that's where he got it from. Oh shit. I watched the Twilight Zone and I ripped them off from ideas. Well, he also right, had so. his own show on two years prior to this episode. Oh, okay. I think the first Alfred Hitchcock Presents was 62. Oh, okay. I think I could be wrong. It had to be after Psycho. I'll, I'll Psycho, look. I think, made him a big superstar as a director as he could do a TV show. I think that was what, what did it. Um. Okay, so what year was this quote, though, is the question. I found yeah. the quote, but what year was it? I, they're going to say an like interview from X, Y, and Z, but I don't know. I'm sure they won't say it. it it's probably got to go deeper on that. But who wants to do that? I mean, his quote is like way longer than it gets attributed as. Yeah, he tells like right. a whole story, but it yeah. still kind of gets summed down to that. Because he does it in, I think, Notorious or one of his earlier movies is a bomb that goes off, but it takes like 30 minutes to go off, and it finally does. I think he did that in the 30s, so it, it's probably, he's uh, yeah, talking about I, that movie. I can't find a year exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure it's before this episode aired. But let's see, IMDb, let's go back to that. I'm you... sure Rod got this from the, the Alfred Hitchcock quote, as opposed to Alfred Hitchcock getting a quote from this Rod episode. So oh, 55. Replaced. I was thinking it might be earlier. Yeah, 55 to 62. So it ended. And then I think Alfred Hitchcock Hour was like 62 to 60, mm. some 64. Well, oh. oh, it was only around like three seasons. Yeah. Um, Alfred Hitchcock Hour was 62 to 65. Okay. Okay. So Hitchcock did it first, but he's doing suspense shit. 
uh, not shit, like bad, but yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. But um, he's doing a different thing. Yeah. Um, but this is clearly more aligned with that show than Twilight Zone. Yes, it is. And I do like Alfred Hitchcock Presents. This is a good show. But the problem with that show is every episode's kind of like, all right, now I know it's going to be a suspense thriller. Right. With Twilight Zone, you have no idea what you're getting into every week. Could be a f- terrible comedy. Yes. Could be a decent suspense. Could be a nice little sci-fi twist on there with two two twist endings. Could be this random episode that has no sci-fi in there. Yeah. But I think we are all set with this, right? Oh, Dust is another episode that has no sci-fi. Okay, or fantasy. There's a couple more. I do want to mention also Martin Landau was also in the first season episode. I think it's the third episode. Is that Mr. Denton on Doomsday? Hmm. And he did talk a little bit about that. He's mentioning how he's like the ta- the rehearsals for this episode for for Jeopardy Room were nothing like the first season when I did it because that was like a big cast and like in the Wild West and we had a table read and we did all this. And this right. one was kind of like Dick Donner's like, you know what you're doing? This kind of Clint Eastwood directs, you know what you're doing? Show up and do it. Yeah. And he got to create his own accent and he got to do his own thing. So all of that is like actress choices on there, which I found. I find that sort of stuff interesting when you listen to commentary. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's why I chose him instead of the the, uh, the, uh, the Martin Graham Jr. Or, or yeah. Scott. His, or, are pre- his are pretty good. It's just, it's more trivial stuff. Like yeah. The little like. It's not firsthand it's, either. No, you know he's yeah. And he'll talk about the character actor. This is this actor was in another show, and he died in 1985 of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the chest. Like he'll have that. He always says, "Working." Uh, what does he say? Working actor of his era, or, or right, something yeah, like yeah. that. Whatever phrase he uses, he uses the same thing a thousand times. I do like listening to him. Character. Yeah, no, they're good. They're and good I have his book, and it's great. But yeah. he uses the well, same think, phrase. Well, I'm sure his book is the commentary, basically. It's Pretty not much. Like, I mean, if you read, the, yeah, I mean, same information. Yeah, he's been he's been rewriting that book since the '80s, well, just sure, constantly doing it, and I don't blame him. Keep the updates and just sell it. I mean, why not? New new yeah. new fans every every generation. It's true. It's one of those rare, very yeah. rare shows, actually. Yeah. There's only a handful of shows like this. Yeah. Like there's Doctor Who. Yeah. There's this. X Files is probably going to have kind of a more of a following throughout the generations. Yeah, Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek, yeah, that's a, definitely another one. Yeah, and really, that might be end of list. Uh, Night Gallery. <laughs> no, like The Office. <laughs> may, maybe The Office, but that comedies yeah. can only go so far. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, and those are going to eventually peter out here. Yeah, because yeah. they're not. Eventually, they're going to be so unrelatable that you can't even. Well, Friends for the longest time was that show that everybody like internationally. That was the yeah. show that everybody watched because they thought, but, "Oh, this is America. It's the Friends show. It's very America. That's what America is." Yes, but can you imagine people watching Friends fifty years from now? It's not. Oh, gonna they, happen. They, right, now they hate it. Yeah, the millennials it's, watch it's Friends. Starting the yeah, they comedies said, oh, don't God, have that so long shelf horrible. life. The it's no. not going to stick around as long. So you really only got like four or five shows in you the know, world just, that are going to carry on. Well, the, uh, Dick Van Dyke and Andy Griffith shows are still pretty damn funny. Okay, yeah. The, leave, those... leave it to Beaver, maybe. Oh, I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy, yeah. There are definitely shows there's, yeah, that there's, stick there's around. There's a few, yeah. yeah but there's, there, but there's only, 
let's just say a dozen. Let's just max it out. I would have said the the Cosby Show, but they canceled all of them. It could have. It definitely could have. Could have been one of those shows that lasted forever. Yeah, it was funny, but somebody had to ruin it. Some women had to ruin it. Some women from the seventies. Oh, I got whatever. Whatever. I put you to sleep and played with your feet. (laughs) I want to isolate that audio clip right there. I'm a sick man. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Yes. Um, I already played. Do you want to hear? Do you want to see the filthy eye of the beholder now that you're back? It's only a minute. Sure. When will they take the bandages off? How long, nurse? Until they decide whether or not they can f*** your face. Oh. Ever since I was a little girl, people have turned away when they f*** me. Very first thing I can remember is another little child screaming when she f*** me. Ever see her face, 307? Indeed I have. If it were mine, I'd f*** myself in a grave someplace. We have a lovely village and wonderful people. I think you're going to like it where I'm going to f*** you. And in a little while, well, you'll be amazed how little a while. You'll feel a sense of great belonging. You'll feel a sense of being loved. And you will be loved, Miss Tyler. Senator, to fuck me, Cam. I just love the awkward ending where... The doctor's waiting as he's describing how he's going to fuck her. Can we uh, uh, get this crazy ugly bitch out of my hospital? Thank you. Unpig un- face. Go, go, fuck, go fuck her, pig man. Let's go smash her with a rock, and I'll go watch Pig Hitler on TV again. Conformity! <laughs> Glorious conformity! Great conformity. All right, let's get out of here. Until next time, in the meantime, my Phoenix West. Conformity, dick dicket. Oh, our next episodes are TZ85... Little piece of quiet. Uh, TZ85's Wish Bank. TZ85's The Crossing. All TZ85 oh, next week, I just found out. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Um, one of them is only eight minutes. Wish Bank is eight minutes long. So that's. I wish they were all like that. You wish Bank they're all that long? I wish Bank they're all that long. <laughs> uh, oh, let's hear the outro and let's get out on this. It's 24 minutes into the episode, so it's right here. All aboard, please. Major Ivan Kuchenko on his way west, on his way to freedom. A freedom bought and paid for by a most stunning ingenuity. And exit one Commissar Vasilov, who forgot that there are two sides to an argument and two parties on the line. This has been The Twilight Zone. It's a great shot. It really is. Oh, I will say this. I Another fascinating part of the commentary, at least for... I think you would like it too. Is he's describing how the two sets were set up, and it was mm. literally like an alleyway built in where Rod was actually there, like doing his opening. Oh, wow. So Rod, That's he's cool. like Rod was on set. And he almost never does that. He does it beforehand. Wow. But he said like the he got to talk to Rod and said he was like super different than he was in the first season. He's like he really? was like a chipper young dude excited to do TV, and then I saw him in wow. the fifth season. He's like. All right, let's do this. And he's like, he seems super <laughs> disinterested because the like, studio beat him down. And I, I found that oh part fascinating. God. Definitely check yeah, out Martin Landau's commentary. 
Yeah, that's fuck. That's fascinating. But it, he, and he talks the whole time too, unlike some of the old TZ actors who are just like so decrepit they can't speak. Or they're selling some podcast. <laughs> Check out the. Uh, I, I got a podcast about the fifties. Talk about the fifties. I was in my fifties in the sixties. Uh, That's weird. Oh man! Kill me, please kill me. All right. So long, citizens. Bye.